Welcome to the blood swamps of Ungar. These fields sit in layers upon layers of fetid blood, deposited here thanks to centuries of constant warfare. The swamp fumes are thick, pungent, and filled with history. These bloody waters provide the nearby town of Gretsch with rich soil, delectable bloodberries, and virulent hepatitis. Hi, I'm Sid, and welcome back to Sid Sylvan's Audio Adventures, your number one guide to the best vacation destinations in the sundered land of Koresh. If you can hear me right now in your crystal balls, your earrings of far hearing, or if you can hear my voice faintly on a passing wind, then that means you want to know about all the fun things you can do here in the blood swamps of Ungar. Well, don't worry, friends. Today, I'll take you on a lovely tour and tell you all about this amazing little corner of our world. Here, you can see the site of some of Koresh's bloodiest massacres and make some unlikely pals in some unlikely places. Be sure to bring your galoshes, as hiking can get pretty messy. And be sure to bring enough bone charms to pay for the ferry into and out of Gretsch. The hooded ferryman likes bones almost as much as he likes to break them. And no, he doesn't take checks. We start our journey here in Gretsch, at the town square. Looking around, you can see a quaint collection of wooden buildings and thatched roofs. The entire town stands on thick, sturdy docks that keep folks around here clean and dry. Mostly. Now, you might be wondering how this town came to be called Gretsch. There's actually a few different theories as to where that name came from. Some think that Gretsch was the name of an evil hedge witch that cursed this land in ages long past. Others think that the name was inspired by the sound that birds made as they choked to death on swamp fumes. There's also a rumor that the town of Gretsch got its name from a drinking competition. The original settlers of the Blood Swamp decided that whoever won would get to name the town. The winner of that competition, Grover the Glover, was asked what he wanted the town to be called. Grover then threw up and fell unconscious for two days. Personally, I like that story the best. Gretsch is the perfect place to stay while you explore the Blood Swamp, and not just because it's the only town for 80 miles in any direction. Gretsch is comfortable, affordable, and friendly. Watch it, pipsqueak. Thanks, friend. I will. As I was saying, there's plenty of places to stay in Gretsch, but there's no better place to spend the night than Maribelds. Maribelds is less of an inn and more of an old woman's home where visitors occasionally go missing. But let me tell you, the meat here is to die for. The locally picked bloodberries give the brew a wonderfully bitter punch that you won't forget anytime soon. Let's see if Maribeld has any mead ready now. Good morning, Maribeld. Why, hello, little one. Aren't you an adorable little morsel? Are you lost? Nope, I'm exactly where I want to be. The last time I was in Gretsch, I had some of your bloodberry mead. Do you have any left? Oh, of course I do. Anything for such a small, weary traveler. Look at you, poor dear. So pale and skinny. Would you like some stew? It would put more meat on your poor little bones. Oh, that sounds lovely. Will I need to make any reservations? Oh, no, not at all. There were a few travelers staying here, but 
I don't think they'll be joining us tonight. More room for you at the table. Well, aren't I lucky? Oh, yes. Lucky indeed. Here's some of my bloodberry mead on the house. Wow, thanks. Hmm, delicious. I have to know, just how do you make your mead taste this good? Oh, it's all about fresh ingredients. You have to be sure to pick the bloodberries when they're nice and ripe. When they look like boils, they could pop at the slightest touch. But my favorite part of my mead is how each batch is different, depending on the visitor. Do your visitors bring new ingredients to brew with? In a manner of speaking. Oh, can you tell any of my listeners about the great food you can get here in Gretsch? Oh, I'd love to. The best food is here, of course, in my humble little home. You learn a thing or two about cooking when you live to be 300 years old. So if you're ever in Gretsch and you're hungry, tired, lost, and there's no one who might come looking for you, come visit old Maribel's. It's the ominous hut just behind the abattoir. I'll make you a fine meal indeed. Good to know. Thanks. Anyways, Maribel, I should be going. I still need to tell my listeners about swamp hiking. See you tonight. Don't be late, dearie. Now that's what I'd call some real Gretsch hospitality. I can't recommend her place enough. Just be sure to bring some nice herbs and spices she can cook with. Also, travel in groups. Don't eat there alone. And now, on to the main attraction. Stepping off the docks and feeling the wet earth give way beneath your feet, you can see the blood swamp stretch on for miles. The dark reds and browns of the muddy waters look especially beautiful at sunrise, so be sure to get an early start. The blood swamp ecosystem contains a unique cocktail of coppery blood, acidic soil, and the cursed tears of the fallen. This environment is ideal for skullweed and berry shrubs, but is incredibly hostile to every other form of plant life. This allows for beautiful panoramic views without a single tree to block the scenery. Since the blood swamp is perpetually churning with pungent mud and restless bog bodies, there aren't any fixed hiking trails. Perfect for the traveler who enjoys going beyond the beaten path. To find a safe way through, be on the lookout for good solid masses of weeds and shoots sticking up out of the mud. Then, avoid these spots entirely as they're most likely clawfish traps used to snare unsuspecting prey. Once you've hiked a few miles out, be sure to stop and smell the skullweed. These bone-white flowers are a rare form of orchid that are only known to grow here. They get their name from their stark white color, the way they stink of death, and because they exclusively sprout out of the skulls of the many bodies here in the blood swamp. And that brings us to the other great attraction, the countless bodies of the warriors who really put the blood in blood swamp. The province of Ungar sits in the center of five different kingdoms who have never really learned how to get along. Armies often cross the swamps out of sheer necessity, at which point they would be ambushed as they were trudging through the mud. It's said that their battle cries can still be heard whenever the fog rolls in. Oh, like right now. 
As the conflicts between these nations grew, so did the swamp. Every battle left behind more blood and more bodies. Over time, the weight of the dead began to displace the swamp water. This caused the size of the ecosystem to nearly triple in the span of just half a century. Many attempts have been made to recover the bodies and artifacts in the blood swamp, but none have been successful. And personally, I can't recommend trying to remove anything. The mud here is tricky. Once it's got a hold of you, it doesn't want to let go. And the dead around here do love company. Speaking of which, if you want to hear stories of ages and wars long past, here are three tips for safely communing with the spirits of the blood swamp. First, respect their privacy. If you see a corpse laying face down, or if you see bloody tears running down their bare skeletal face, that probably means they're not in the mood to talk, and you should respect that. Second, know who you're talking to. Brush up a bit on the flags and colors of the five neighboring nations, so you know which questions to ask and what language to speak. There's nothing more embarrassing than asking a soldier of Cherry Ark what it was like to serve the King of Dalamar. Trust me, it can get pretty awkward. Third, remember to tip. It's not every day you get to hear history from the people who made it, so be sure to thank the spirit for their trouble. They appreciate bits of food and bright flowers, things that remind them of the mortal life they once led. Just be sure to state your tip before you get your story, otherwise they will try to claim your soul as payment. Sounds confusing? Don't worry, I'll show you how it's done. Hmm. Uh, oh, you look like an interesting person. Hi there, pal. Are you busy right now? Disturbs my restless slumber. I did. My name's Sid. I have a leftover honey cake in my bag. If I give you a bite, would you mind answering a few questions for me and my listeners? Your price is acceptable. What knowledge do you seek from me, little logger? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who are you, and where are you from? My name. Dust and my home's ash. Such memories are lost to time, worn away by the ceaseless march of centuries, like a river carving a canyon out of stone. Oh, how poetic! Were you a poet before you came here? I was a soldier. I have always been a soldier. To wield a blade against your fellow man is to forfeit all that you once were. To condemn yourself to the same fate as those you slay, until allies and enemies alike lie side by side, rotting worm food beneath the feet of the living. Interesting. Is there anything you remember about the time you come from? What was everyone's favorite song back then? The only song I remember is the cry of battle, and it has long since become a dirge. Nifty! Well, a deal's a deal. Here's your honey cake, pal. Thank you, little auger. May your soul never share my fate. <sighs> well, wasn't that educational? That, everybody, is what there is to see in the blood swamps of Ungar. Tread carefully on your way back to Gretch, and be sure to pick up a commemorative muckrag before your ferry ride home. 
thanks for listening to Sid Sylvan's Audio Adventures. Be sure to tune in next week for my audio tour of the Burning Keep of Ter Morin. That keep, full of condemned sinners, has been perpetually on fire for over a century now and has the best saunas this side of the Shattered Coast. It's a sizzling locale you won't want to miss. This is Sid Sylvan, signing off. See you out there! This episode of Sid Sylvan's Audio Adventures was written, directed, and produced by John Glassfeld. It featured audio editing by Rebecca Liu and sound design by Ezra J. Wayne. This episode starred Connor Bushhoven as Sid Sylvan and the Warrior's Ghost, and Nancy Bober as Maribel and the Peasant Woman. You can find more podcasts like this one at johnglassfeld.me slash podcasts. Thank you for listening.